ready. Ah, uh, yeah, baby, we're back. Another week of barbells and tall tales coming at you. Are you ready? Live, baby. My man, Dean Sweat, in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We took last week off. We apologize, but we are back, live and in living color. I have the greatest co-host in the history of podcasts beside me this Possibly afternoon. Possibly the greatest co-host of all time. The 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 goat co-host of, goat. The co-host goat. Uh, if you had to go through and list, let's say the top three co-hosts of all time of shows that you've listened to, who are they? Shows that I've listened to. Yeah. It could be TV shows. Probably like Tony that. Schiavone would be one. Tony man. Schiavone. Tony is Schiavone on would right. be the, a good co-host. He's I good. feel like he was a better co-host than he was an actual host. Yeah, my number one is probably the greatest of all time. I would think I would say Ed McMahon. Oh, that's my number one. That's right your there number with one? Johnny Carson, I, baby. I still go back and watch late at night. You know, if you watch over the air TV. Oh yeah. Uh, I still go back and watch the Carson show. The original Johnny Carson yeah. show was the best talk show of all time forget Fallon and all these guys i mean carson was the man when he would have like don rickles and those guys on there oh the best the best you just let rickles take over oh yeah i still think rickles is probably one of the greatest comedians that we've ever seen oh probably the quickest mind quickest witted yeah ever now he couldn't do it today no like i mean no because his stuff was his stuff was edgy back then like yeah he I was mean, always bringing up race and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was the Blazing Saddles of stand-up comedy. Absolutely. I mean, you can't watch Blazing Saddles today, uh, and you couldn't listen to Don Rickles yeah. by And far. you better not laugh at it. Oh, I'm laughing, Jack. <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm too, laughing all day long. Don't tell nobody you laugh at I, it. Look, I have Blazing Saddles saved on my DVR because I know it's never coming back. Yeah. And, like, I have the good version. Like, it's not edited. The edited one is, like, an hour shorter. Than, yeah. than the good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I absolutely love Blazing Saddles. I would uh, say uh, Vanna White would be my uh, other. I'm saying 1980s Vanna White. Yeah. When I was a kid, That's Vanna pretty White. good. I like Vanna White. She was a smoke show, man. She was. Yeah. Uh, I would have to go Ed McMahon. Uh, I do like your call with Tony Schiavone. Uh, I would go uh, Robin. From the Howard Stern show, oh, you like Robin thought, Quivers? I always thought she was very underrated. She did a yeah. she did a good job. Yeah. Uh, oh, Howard! Yeah, and so I <laughs> uh, probably shouldn't say that on this show, but I, I, know, I did. I'm actually surprised that you did you listen to the Stern show. Yeah, I did back in the day. Yeah. I did. It was crazy. I used and to I actually, watch his show. I would watch it. Right, yeah, it would yeah, come yeah. on in the evenings. I'd watch it. Wow. Uh, I tell you, uh, she it wasn't a co-host, but I used to love Elvira. Oh, God. Back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, woo! Absolutely. Elvira. My heart was on fire for Elvira oh, back in the day, Lord. too. So, I mean, that's what it was. We were busy last week. We're back. My man Dean got to go to the Panthers game. And I Dean, didn't make it. Did I tell you about that? No, what happened? So, uh, I meet up with my nephew, John. And uh, we're taking his dad. He bought a ticket for his dad. Okay. And it's going to be uh, his son, which is uh, my nephew's son. I don't know what that would make. Would that make me like a great uncle, maybe? Close enough. I don't know. I don't. Right. Once it gets past, you're related. That, I don't it's know. fine. So, anyways, it was going to be his first game going to. Oh, you know, nice. First Panthers game. So I took Emma with me. So yeah. I figured, you know, the kids could kind of like, you know, hang out or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so we get on the highway, I eighty five, going up, I rolling, going, going down I eighty five. We met up in Lexington, 
and get on the uh, on ramp, yep. the merge, dead stop. Oh, dead stop, and I mean dead stop for a couple miles. Oh, so we're sitting in this stuff for like thirty minutes, and oh. I'm sitting here thinking like we've got it planned out. We're gonna do. We're gonna tailgate. We got the coolers. Right. We got the chairs, the tables. We're getting uh, Bojangles on the way. Bojangles. Yes, man. Some Bojangles. It was going to be. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, boycotting Bojangles just to let you know. Why? They got rid of the roasted chicken bites. Oh, man. The heck with that. When is they it, bring those back, it's, I'm back. It's fried chicken and dirty rice all the way from I like me. the dirty rice, Listen, but I need some. So we're sitting, in, we're sitting on the interstate. Stand still. And I'm in my nephew's wife's SUV. Okay. Front wheel drive. Two wheel drive. Front wheel drive. How do you have an SUV two wheel drive? I know. I know. So it's not mine. Like I said, it's not mine. And I'm watching big trucks go through the median, right, across the road, and go back northbound and getting off on that exit and cutting through, right. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, I do that, but this isn't my vehicle. Yeah, you know. And what if I done that and you know, you get stuck, it bottoms you, out, right, or exactly. I'm stuck, or you tear I, it up. I tear something up. So he goes, hey man, uh, if you think you can do it, go ahead. Ooh. So now I'm like, oh, got man. a little pressure. I said, I said, all right. As soon as I see a car do it, we'll We're do in. it. So I found a spot that was like a really, really level. Yeah, we had moved up maybe the whole time. We're there. It's thirty minutes. We're there, and I bet you we've moved three hundred yards. Right, and the good thing to dry the the ground is pretty dry. Yes. So you're not yeah. worried about mud or anything like that. I see a car go through there. As soon as I see that car go through there, I bust across two lanes and we head out. Yeah. We go five minutes up the road, about three, four, five miles out of the way. Get back on the interstate. We're rolling, dog. There you go. What yeah. do you know? What the cause was wreck um, or something. The, like yes, that? there was a wreck. So, man, people on eighty-five just drive ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous now. So somebody went up through. You know the big exit signs that show you, hey, like exit here. Right. Somebody took that sign out how, on how, the side of the road. How is that even possible? I don't, dude. Right. The way, so the guy at Bojangles, when we when we stopped at Bojangles, yeah. he goes, he goes, I know what that traffic that you guys were in because I was, you know, just making small talk. With right. Him. He also gave me an extra free. Uh, Supreme. Uh, no, he gave me an extra free uh, gallon of sweet tea. My man. Sweet man. Shout out to that guy. Yes, sir. Whatever but, um, your name he is. He showed me the picture, and it was it was nasty. It was probably a fatality. It was, it was nasty. What, it was I mean, a nasty what is wreck. going on with people, man? But we finally made it. I got my, I got my uh, dirty rice. I got my fried chicken, some sweet tea, a frothy beverage or two, hey. and then we headed to the game. As my dad would say, an adult beverage. Adult beverage. So when you get your fried chicken, uh, do you have like, are you a wing man? Are you a breast? Are you I a leg? Am, so I go breast first. Oh. I go breast first, and then if there's a wing, I go wing. Really? I don't really care for fried dark meat. Not now, even a leg. Come no, on, man. No, I don't. I tell you, what I like when when with the dark meat is I like the dark meat done in the dumplings because there, there's a there there's a little more juice right. there. Um, so you get you get you know a, a, a juicier bite there when yeah. you do it in the dumplings, or if you grill it, it doesn't dry out as bad because it's a juicier piece of meat. But fried, I like the white meat. So I always go a breast and a leg. That's anywhere I go for fried chicken. Are we still talking about fried chicken? Hey, just saying, <laughs> just saying, right? I go to Magnolia, breast and leg. Oh, KFC, Magnolia, breast man. and leg. Oh, uh, Bohangalese, breast and I mean, that's just me. No, I like that, I like some good old uh, KFC chicken livers now. Not, I'm not a liver man. I can't go that oh, route. I'll tell can't go that up. route. So uh, you get to the game. Uh, 
I saw the score twenty to nothing. It was terrible. No, it was twenty seven to nothing. Twenty seven to nothing. It was terrible. I, I turned on and watched the game for a little bit and saw there were harder hits in the stands. I believe I said that in a text message yeah. to you. Yeah, you and, would probably see harder hits in the stands. And and I kind of laughed that off, but I'm sure there were probably some harder hits in the stands. And I saw where Bryce Young looked like a young Cam Newton. No, actually, Bryce Young looked good. He never. He didn't have Time much. Out. He he completed like four or five passes. But they were all like little three to five yard dumps. What well, when you got uh, a second and a half to throw all the right, ball? So here we go. Here we pressure. go. Here we go. Here we go. That's eleven always, snaps. Eleven that's snaps. Always the excuse of Panthers fans. Eleven snaps. He got hit three times. Is it? Is that? Am I not correct in the statement? That is always the excuse. Okay. Well, then Panther the fans. coaching staff should did address they, the fact that we don't have an O line worth of crap. The O line last year was pretty decent. Did they leave? Uh, yeah, and we actually won some games last year. My, my question is: Did the offensive line leave, or is it the same uh, line? We we lost a couple of people, but also uh, they didn't use a, a lot of their starters. Okay, uh, so uh, Saturday we'll get we'll get Bryce a you know yeah. You got to understand he's not playing with his line. Yeah. All right. So, and your determination now after seeing this is your, do you see one or two preseason games so far with the Panthers? Uh, this this was the first preseason. First one. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought there was one ahead of this one. Well, no, there was Fan Fest. Is that what? Okay. So yeah. So after your too. first preseason game, do you still have the Panthers winning the division? After after seeing what you've witnessed, you know, really, I can't I can't change my mind yet because. Um, after the game, Frank Wright was in the press conference and he said, look, he said, I just had my, we had no game plan for this. Right. He said, I just had my guys go out there. I said, go out there, do your job. Yeah. Didn't really give them a scheme Because he's or really, anything. he's really looking to see who's going to keep with these second, yeah, third strangers, and that's, right? that's all it is. So what he done was he doesn't want to show his hand. You oh, no, nobody wants to show Because if you start hand. showing your schemes and what you're going to, and how, what you're going to do and. And who you're going to put where? There's there's footage. It's footage out there, right? Because so I look at it like this: picking it up. Derek Carr and uh, Baker mm-hmm. both had incredible days. Yeah, they did. I mean, they look good. Yeah. And so with that, where are I me? Mean, are you still? I I still think we're gonna. I still think we're gonna either win. I, it I mean, or the Saints look good. Well, it's gonna Michael be between, Thomas, Alvin Kamara. It's going to be between us and the Saints. So. I mean, are you are you still riding with the Panthers? I'm still Winning riding the with division. the Panthers. Yeah. I like it. I'm still I like riding it. with the Panthers. But it's amazing. I don't think Desmond Ritter is is going to be in in the uh, conversation down there in Atlanta. They're going no. they're making him QB one. So I don't think he's in conversation. No, no, so. not at all. So you know, talking about Carr and talking about Baker, it's amazing how a change of scenery can really just turn you around. Oh yeah, absolutely. like right, Derek Carr with the Raiders last year. Absolutely atrocious. Yep. Baker Mayfield, Panthers, Rams. Uh, Rams. He had one shining moment with the Rams on that Thursday night game, right. and then and that was it. Trash, but yeah. he looks good in his preseason game. So scenery can change, change it for the better. But also, when we look at football, we look at basketball, we look at baseball, one person can change the entire dynamics of a team. Yeah. We correct? One Absolutely. apple spoils the bunch. Yeah. So when you look at sports, give me – who you would say, and it could be NASCAR, it could be baseball, basketball, football, it could be anything you want to go with. You give me two, I'll give you two. Who are the biggest cancers that you have seen destroy a franchise? 
Oh man, so that's I'll a great you, question, oh, right? That's an absolutely great question. I will give you one that you don't even think about, and you wouldn't think that I would say this, but it's absolutely true. Um, um, and we're not talking about a ball sport here. This okay. is in racing. Let's hear it. But Teresa Earnhardt. Oh, oh, I I understand about her stuff with her and Dale Jr. Right? Yes. Right. So that's so where you go with. It. So Teresa Earnhardt took over. Dale Earnhardt Incorporated. Right. Which Dale Earnhardt made that. Have you ever been by there? I haven't. Okay, so we had some friends that lived about five miles from there. The Nows, Mike yep. and April. Shout out to you guys. Hey, what's up? Um, they lived by there. So every time we would go visit them, we would go right by Dale Earnhardt's shop. Okay. And it was called the Garage Mahal. The Garage Mahal. It was the most beautiful it was the most beautiful NASCAR shop I'd ever seen in really? my life. I mean, I, you drive by them all the time in Charlotte if you're, you know, or if you're in Concord or Mooresville right. or whatever. There, everywhere you turn around, I mean, you can throw a stick and hit a NASCAR shop. Right. This one was beautiful, and it was on the outskirts of Dale Earnhardt's property. Oh, okay. Um, it was beautiful, and Dale Earnhardt made this for his kids to take over. Okay. All right. When he died, Teresa basically took every bit of the rights of Dale Earnhardt's name and basically said about three or four years after Dale Earnhardt Sr. had died right. and she was going through negotiations trying to sign Dale Jr. to like pennies on the dollar pay right. because of he's, you know, he's la that's his last name. She thought he right, was just yeah. going to stay there forever. Yeah, exactly. She said, we can make another Dale Jr. We don't need him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now she was the stepmom of Dale Jr., right? She was a stepmom. She actually sent Dale Jr. to boarding school because nice. because she was tired of him being around. I like it. Yeah, she was a. They call her the uh, the wicked witch of the uh, of the South. Nice. I like yeah. it. Um. So now man, does she still run Earnhardt? Well, there there is none. Okay. So so, so what about later the garage on, Mahal? What's happened? To so it? it's still there, okay. and you can tour it. It's basically a you know a museum now. Right. With, you know they got a bunch of Dale Earnhardt stuff in there. You know, um, but there's no racing out of there. Right. And Dale Junior left, and he started after racing. He started his own race shop. Yeah. Called JR Motorsports. Um. But yeah, she even uh, Carrie Earnhardt, which is Dale Earnhardt's oldest son, right? Which he looks so like his dad. Okay, I mean he's like a spitting image of his dad. He started a um, a, a modular home, and it was called this line of homes were called the Earnhardt line. Uh huh. And uh, she sued him for his own name, his own namesake. That's and crazy. She lost. She yeah, lost she it because. Have. This is his God, you know, his yeah, birth his name. name. I mean, what, and uh, it was called the Earnhardt the man Collection. Man can't change his last name. Yeah, and she tried to take that from him. The Intimidators that were in Canapolis, the baseball team. Yeah, they she sued them for the name because you know she didn't want them using the name or anymore. She had right. she had reasons. Well, you got to do this, this, and this, and this to continue to call it the Intimidators. Right. So they changed the name to the Cannonballers. But they still have the Earnhardt mustache. I on like the it. Ball. Good job for them. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to NASCAR, I know nothing about it, but I'm gonna give you a story that I think you will like. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, when Concord Mills first uh, got built, they had the racing simulators. Yes. Right. Have yep. you ever done them? Yeah. Right, yeah. They're, they're pretty. Fun. They're pretty legit. Oh right? yeah, they're fun. Well, we got a buddy up there. I got a buddy named Robbie. We go up there and, dude, it's like 
I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. this place is packed at the racing simulator. Oh, yeah. And so we're like, well, dude, let's do it. Yeah. And I didn't realize that these guys, when they do it, they race for points. Yes. Like, and so evidently there's some prizes that they can win off these race simulators. You mm-hmm. get in this little league or whatever. I had no idea, right? Yeah. And so I remember me and Robbie, we got in there and I got Jeff Gordon's car. Uh-huh. Couldn't drive that thing worth a lick because yeah. it's not like a video game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, you feel everything, everything's turning. Well, my philosophy is this. If I can't win. I'm going to turn around backwards. No, well, I'm reckoning anybody <laughs> tries to pass me, right? You, I mean, to get by me, you're going to earn it, Jack. And I can remember, I, it was like, I don't know, a 10-lap race or whatever, yeah. and I couldn't drive that thing because, man, I was spinning around. I mean, I'm all in yeah. the walls. I'm everywhere. Yeah. So I thought, whatever. You ain't yeah. passing me. Yeah. And so I'm wrecking people left and right. Yeah. And so I can remember the 10 laps is up, and all I heard was, who the driving that Jeff Gordon car? <laughs> this guy right here. This guy right here. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. What, what? You cost me 24 points or something. I was like, what? What are you talking about points? I mean, I'm thinking this is like pole position on Atari or yeah, something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. these guys came out this thing yeah. serious. So you're thinking no consequences. This man was no, coming no, out. Oh, your this head. man was coming. He was ready to fight, Jack. He was ready to give you a two-piece combo. Oh, man. Good Lord. Hold the biscuits. Man, he would have caught the bond of Garbo like Dusty Rhodes, baby. Dusty Rhodes, baby, the American dream. some hard times. There's some hard times on that man's forehead. So your first one is Teresa Earnhardt. Mine is... Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Who is a Duke fan, but he everywhere he goes, other than playing with LeBron, he destroys teams. I mean, he is anti Semitic. I mean, the dude is just absolute trash. Even when he was at Duke, yeah. he only played like eleven games because his toe was hurt. Mm-hmm. And so wherever he goes, the team just automatically just goes downhill. Yeah. And so that guy's my number two. Your number one, because I'm going to spend a lot of time on my number one, and you're going to argue it, and that's fine. You're going to be wrong, but my number yeah, one I'm is going to blow I'm your tell mind. You what, it better not be Cam Newton. It's not Cam Newton. I Cam Newton. Say, he I, was I will too, fight you. He was. Dude, too we, tra- we'll, it, I will come across this table right here. He was too trash to be a cancer. No, he wasn't. He was just bad. Hey, right, your number NFL one. MVPs are not trash. Okay. One year. One. Uh, Odell Beckham. Great call. Odell Beckham. Uh, I watched, I recently just watched, uh, I keep going back to the 2015 Panther season. I like to uh, relive that when we were uh, great. Um, and I watched the game where he played the Panthers and went up against, when he went one-on-one with Josh Norman, who Josh Norman was, for that season alone, was, was, it. was a shutdown corner. That was his one year. You could not catch a ball on him. And let's be honest, Odell made one catch with the Giants that, well, yeah, he sent him, and and that one catch, he's still living on the one catch. That's it. You're and right. I don't think he ever really did anything very impressive after that. After that, right. to be honest with you, yeah, I agree. 100%. Because if you even, I'll go back and watch that game. He got zero separation on Josh Norman, and in the first half, he didn't get any catches. But they fought the whole time. Yeah, and uh, I honestly think he was the downfall of the Giants because the Giants were going to go on a run. Right. And when they done that boat picture with all them on the boat picture and him flashing his all of his jewelry and all that, they went on a losing streak. Downhill. Afterwards. Yeah, downhill. And every he's been a drama queen ever since then. He's he's trying to hold out for more money and go to this yep. go to this team and go to that team. 
and he's done zero, zilch, nada for right. any of them. My number one. Are you ready? I guess so. Professional wrestling. Okay, professional wrestling. C.M. Punk. I'm here for it. He Explain. is a punk. Explain. Look, the dude, the dude is an okay wrestler. He yeah. was back in the day. Now he's older, so he's not that good. Yeah. Compared to what the wrestling style is in AEW, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He's not that good. The dude had one really good interview in WWE they call the pipe bomb. The pipe right? bomb, yep. That was it. Uh, he's not the he's not the best guy in AEW now. We, and I'll say this about the pipe bomb, not to interrupt you. I believe most of that was scripted already. Oh, I anyways. think so too. Yeah. Right. Uh, he couldn't couldn't get his way in WWE, so he left. Uh, and so AEW, we see the same thing. He's not the best on the microphone. We know that hands down is MJF. Easily, oh, easily in AEW. So of course, uh. He plays the politics way too much. Yeah. And so if he doesn't get his way, we saw it with the world championship, him, the elite, they all got suspended because he's just a, he's an idiot. Um, he tried to sue his own best friend, Colt Cabana. Yep. Uh, he has rules in place now with collision that if he doesn't want you there, you can't be there. Yeah. Like uh, they were going to bring in Hangman Adam Page. Just I believe Saturday. they created that show just to, just to have him just out Just for there. him. Yeah. Uh, they were going to have Hangman Page come out this Saturday mm-hmm. to do an interview. Yeah. He said no. Wow. And cut it off. Uh, Imagine Nick, being that big of a diva. Right. Uh, oh, shoot. When you said that, Nick Nemeth, uh, his brother is Dolph Ziggler. Okay. All right. He's not allowed on any show that CM Punk's a part of because CM Punk doesn't like him. Christopher Daniels cannot go to any show that CM Punk is involved in because he doesn't like him. Why would AEW keep this guy? Exactly. I, but because to me, in all honesty, when when I see CM Punk on the card, it does nothing for me. It doesn't nothing it, at it all. It doesn't. It doesn't make me want to buy a ticket. No, nothing at all. It doesn't make me want to turn the channel to it. No. Now, if when I see MJF's going to be on there, oh, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm watching Adam Cole. I'm, I'm watching, watching Kenny uh, Omega. I'm watching the uh, Scissor Me Daddy. I'm, yeah, the acclaimed. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching guys like CM Punk does absolutely nothing. 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 And I tell you this. This is going to be a hard, hard stance for me to take. But since his heel turn, I think Jack Perry has been better on the mic. Really? Than, than CM Punk. Really? I think so. I mean, yeah. as a heel, he's done really, really good. Yeah. But CM Punk, to me, is one of those guys where he's a team player if you're on his team. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, and so it's kind of making me lose a little bit of respect for FTR, who to me is the greatest tag team of all time. But... They're aligning themselves with this guy, and I'm just like, man, you're old, all right. Be like, be like Chris Jericho, right? Mm-hmm. Jericho still got plenty of spotlight, prime in him, but he realizes, dude, I'm an older guy. I'm not the number one, right? So and he get he gets people over. So I'm going to elevate this next generation, Absolutely. and that, that's what I think CM Punk needs to do. But I think what he's looking at was the seven years that he wasted mm-hmm. being a baby. He's trying to get them all back, yeah. and he doesn't care who he hurts in the process. Yeah. Speaking of Chris Jericho, did you you know Chris Jericho and uh, Jim Cornette were huge for, huge friends, right? You know because he he came up in the Smoky Mountain wrestling yep. and all that stuff. Do you know that Jim uh, Cornette does not speak to him anymore? Yeah, they're done. But you know why? Uh uh-uh. uh Because Chris Jericho's wife supported Donald J. Trump. Really? Yes. Well, that's great. That's like, uh, what is it? Woody Harrelson. Everybody's trying to blackball him because he wants to vote for Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah. As the Democrat. 
I mean, people like that are just ignorant. Yeah. I, I have zero time for that. Yeah. When it comes to politics, I stay out of it, but I don't care who you vote for. I mean, I know you're a registered Democrat, but we're still friends. I mean, what? You, you got a, you got a, <laughs> you got a liberal CrossFit gym that you started in your own house. You know, I'm, I, you know, I got, I got I mean, four, I got four saints as a sponsor. I mean, you got four saints as a sponsor. Bud Light. Flamey Grant is over there singing the national anthem that you're born or whatever he's called. I mean, we're still friends though, right? Hey, listen, man, you're not, you're not invited. After, after that, you're not, no Patterson's invited. I'm Unbelievable. making a sign. No Patterson's I, So invited. far, I have been uninvited through text message yes. and now in yes. person. It's over. You and show. Jonathan. Now, I couldn't say no Crisco's were invited because Kerry can come over any time, but Jonathan's going to have to stay, no have to stay out there over at uh, Camp Moon to Vista or something. Unbelievable. Yeah. Let me tell you what. That 25 minutes, like Crisco said today, of cardio was atrocious. Well, let me tell you what I it was going to do. It was so hot. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So yesterday, this is about 6 o'clock in the afternoon, sun's still up. Yeah. I said, I'm going to go run my driveway, come back. I'm going to do rounds. First I've off, already done. First off we, this story starts <laughs> off with a lie. No, it didn't. I'm I gonna, ran. I'm going to go run. As, as God is my witness, I ran. Crisco, <laughs> I know you're listening. Is this, is this man out there running? Let oh, yeah. me know. I'm out there running. So, anyways, back to, back to my story. I said, I'm going to do 12-9-6-3 with 35-pound dumbbells. I'm going to do the suitcase deadlifts, yeah. 12. I'm going to do um, uh, shoulder cleans okay. with the dumbbells, nine of those, six shoulders overheads, and then three devil presses. Ooh. And I'm like, I'm going to do, I think I'll do three rounds of this. Right. I've already done a bunch of other accessory work, you know. Sure you have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've I done uh, 75 sit-ups. You walked too. out there and stretched. No, 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 All no, right. no, no. So, anyways, I get I get to the run, do the run. I go immediately into the to the uh, deadlifts. Yep. By the time I get to the devil presses, I said, "When I finish this, I ain't doing another one." One and done, baby. I'm one and done. One baby. and done. One and done. I'm done. We had yesterday. It was a uh, 25 minute. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. 28 minute imam bike. Devil's Press, Row, Dumbbell Thrusters. Oh, my gosh. Dumbbell Thrusters. Yeah. And I mean. What's, what what weight did you use? Oh, it was, I did the prescribed, 35. 35, okay. It was prescribed, so it's, I did it. It's still not but, fun. But, man, the Devil's Press, oh, what a crap load. Man, Yeah, devil, devil Press, if people, if you don't know, it's a burpee. And then basically a double snatch. Right. Well, two thirty-five pound two thirty-five pound dumbbells. That's ridiculous. It's god awful. So uh, before we sign off, what's the membership rate at CrossFit Caraway now? For you, seventy-five. For anybody else, fifty-five. Unbelievable. All right, y'all. That's our show for this week. As always, hit that like button. Hit that share button. This is the greatest podcast of all time and as always are you ready? ready